Thanks for tuning in to the very first episode of our podcast. My name is Wo, and it only seemed suitable for us to start off the first season with something that is or has a profound role in our lives, confidence. So what does confidence mean? I think uh, I'm going to answer that question in a minute. I'm just going to sure, recap yeah. on what confidence is for both of us. Um, to give to give a little bit of context, I think that both of us are very perfectionistic in who we are as as people. I think we both want to appear as as strong people, confident people, etc. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and we're both we're both insecure people. I think we both struggle with with confidence, and and we both struggle with self worth. Yeah. So that's, that's why for us, I think it has a very large role in our lives it's something that we are maybe hyper focused on or at least for me i know that i i really beat myself up for not being confident yeah exactly yeah that's true um so uh yeah back to your question you wanted to zoom out and like what, what's confidence like what what is the definition of confidence really what what, what does it mean to be confident in in today's world yeah, exactly right? yeah yeah well i think it's for me i think it is that you're comfortable with the things you do Mm-hmm. and how you do them and comfortably with uh, how other people view you and maybe even how you view yourself because i think that's the most important one and well as you just said that's the that's a funny thing that we're both really conscious about the the way other people look at us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think the way uh, our self-confidence is well our confidence is um less than average yeah less than average exactly <laughs> is most of the time affected by how we think other people uh, perceive us, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But back to the first question, what confidence really is, I think it's just uh, how you think about yourself and how you think other people think about you. And confidence mm-hmm. means mm-hmm. that you think both both of those thoughts are positive, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that as well. And to, I think to add to that, I think confidence is a sort of, like way of being sure that that whoever you are is the right person uh, and whatever the thing is that you do is the right thing to do at that moment and to me and this is this is maybe why i struggle with being confident uh, i see it as a sort of um like being a prick almost because that's 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 one that's one part of what confidence is it's being yourself no matter what and being yeah, confident in, yeah. in, in your skills, no matter what. Um, and obviously, that's that's not entirely true because you know being confident is also um, being able to assess the, the situation, being able to assess your own behavior, and, and, and adapting according to your assessment. But um, yeah, I, I think that yeah, yeah, I, I well, I do follow. I think a great example of the, what you just said is, uh, do you know the artist Lizzo? Yes, I've, well, I've heard of her. I know the name and I know that she's quite a personality. Exactly, yeah. Well, she, most of the people body shamed her because yeah, she yeah. has uh, she has a body. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. To be said that way. But uh, the thing is that she, she owns it in a way that she just posts pictures about her body yeah, and yeah, yeah. does not edit anything, does not make her waist look smaller. Her uh, hips look bigger. She just shows it as it is, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I obviously don't know her personally, so I don't know if she's confident or not in uh, real life. But especially on social media, that's what we come to in uh, just a few minutes. I think 
but it's she portrays herself as being a confident being. Mm. And I've read some comments on her posts, and for some reason, people think that's narcissistic. And it's really yeah. weird to me. Because it's just like you said, if you're confident about your own capabilities, other people may perceive it as being narcissistic or egocentric yeah. or something like that. And that's kind of the, the, the tipping point for me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because I personally think that being confident for myself is, um, well, being without a doubt about my own abilities, yeah, but yeah, yeah. to a certain extent. Because yeah, if you... Yeah. If you cross that line, people think of you as narcissistic. And that's another trigger point for me where I get well, really self-conscious about it. And it's so scary to find out what that point is. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Now that you're saying it, that's the, I think that's what, what, um, what I struggle with as well is the idea that me acting confident can come across as me being a douche. Exactly. It's exactly. so scary. Yeah, it really um, is. Like, I really don't want to be... I really don't want people to think of me that way. And I think we're me both either. we're both people pleasers. Exactly. Which yeah. is not which yeah. is you know on the one hand it's a good quality, on the other hand it's not. It just again it just depends on the balance, but it's very hard to find the right balance. Yeah, I think so um, too. Yeah. And I think that that that's that's one of the things that um I I read a whole while back about confidence because I think we've both tried a lot of different things to get our confidence up without exactly. any success, really. Yeah. Um, or at least without any breakthroughs. Um, and I can remember, I can clearly remember this one line where people were like, you have to be okay with um, letting some people down and with some people, you know, just not, not feeling your confidence. And that's very hard. It is really hard. I feel hard. like that's really, really hard. Yeah. Because most of the time, uh, which I think is also a problem for you, yeah. is that you try to well, guess what people think about you yeah, yeah, yeah. while they're not really there to give the feedback to you. So if you're thinking about letting someone down, and you might even not do that mm. because you're, you're, choosing for your, you're choosing yourself above others. And then that really is the key to confidence, I think. But in our cases, that is really the, the most difficult part because... We don't want to kind of come off as douches. We don't want to let other people down. But most of the time, we guess we let other people down instead of really um, letting those people give us feedback about letting them down for real. Yeah, yeah. I think to you put this in a very practical setting, to give a very practical example, yeah. this is something that we both do. Whenever we decide to go do something, to go climbing as we're going to do later today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Neither of us, neither of us ever name a time. We no. don't ever name a time. Exactly. But the yeah. both of us are always like, "Hey, so what time do you want to go?" Yeah. Because I think we're both scared to, to say like, for example, four o'clock, and then the other person being like, "Oh no, that's not a good time for me," because yeah. then we feel like we've not read the other person properly. Exactly. Or that we are trying to force our own like. Our own confidence, basically, yep. on top of other people. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, it's a really stupid thing to do, but that's how we think, I guess. I think so, yeah. yeah. We just fill in the gaps other people haven't given us answers to. Yeah. And it's yeah, really yeah. troublesome sometimes yeah. because, um, well, for example, if we did give each other times, set times for, mm. uh, for us to meet up or go climbing, as we're going to do in a few hours then we probably wouldn't even 
hurt each other with that. Because if you would get, yeah, yeah. give me a set time, I would probably think, okay. But well, the other trouble that comes with that is if you give me a set time, I will think, oh, fuck, I have some sort of schedule yeah, that will yeah. be interrupted by that. But that's no problem. He wants to climb, so I'll, I'll go. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, and if you're confident enough to keep your schedule and tell the other person, we both would probably understand. So Yeah, sure. And that's the thing. It's really, really difficult for, uh, I think, for both of us to, to to fill in the gaps. Yeah. And that's, I think, what confidence is also about. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess finding your own way is very difficult, because to stick with that example, even if I did have to name a time, yeah. I wouldn't know, because I've never done that. I've exactly. always relied on other people to, yeah, to ask me to go do something, etc. Yeah. So, whenever I have to think about, you know, what, what's a good time to go do something, I'm like, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want yeah. I, I start to think, and this is like a very stupid line that I get in my head. I literally think, like, what would a normal human being <laughs> yeah. do? Like, at what time would a normal human being go, go climbing or go, like, whatever? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, that's the same way I think sometimes, because what would a normal sociable human being do in yeah. the same exact situation? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit like Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Lizard man. Lizard man. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. Yeah, it's really, really difficult. Exactly. But, well, sometimes we... Well, you have given me some set times, didn't you? I've practiced. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been practicing. <laughs> exactly. And that's... Well, that's maybe the difficult part about being both people pleasers yeah but also the fact that we're we can be vulnerable with each other because we both know that we are yeah 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 yeah. and well in relation to other people that's what tends to be more difficult i think yeah definitely yeah because i've personally have noticed that my confidence also depends on the person because i can yeah. personally say that i've i i am more confident when i'm with you mm. than with some other person for example and that's also really strange. Definitely. I yeah. yeah. I think I'm, I'm, I'm most true to myself when I speak to you and, and a couple of other very close friends. Exactly. And yeah. I feel like with, with everyone else, I don't have that, that confidence to just be who I am. Exactly. And to, yeah. to, to be unapologetically me, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's basically how I feel. Because, for example... At my work, I'm an entirely different human being than I am with well, close friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to assess whatever people want from me and just be that person yeah. and not be myself. And that's really energy draining, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think somewhere that's normal. Yeah, I think so Because I think you're yeah. always going to have to be, not necessarily be a, a, a completely different person, obviously, but... Um, if you're a very extrovert, like talkative person, and you go to a funeral, just <laughs> get a very clear example. Yeah. In, you're not gonna act like that. You're gonna no. be someone else exactly. for that time being. Yep. Um, yeah, that's true. But I think I think the two of us we like really try and hide ourselves more than we should, perhaps. Yeah, I think so too, especially with people who whose expectations we really don't know at that point. Because mm. it's, it's hard to befriend people 
Like I, I think know. so too. Yeah, it is. It is. Especially when uh, most of the time, uh, what I notice when making new friends is that mm -hmm. I've been a, di a different person uh, who, who they've befriended. Yeah. So yeah. once we're friends, I wanted to be myself. And that's another, um, another uh, thing I need to cross because do they like me when I'm being myself? Yeah. Yeah. And that's really difficult. Yeah. I think that for me to get into like more serious territory, um, I think that's why the, the serious relationships that I've had yeah. have not lasted longer than they have. Because whenever I, I like got into a relationship, I would have been pretending to be someone I wasn't really. And then at some point, you know, if you're with someone, that's gonna um, that, that's not gonna work in the long run no. to keep like an act up and it, it like exactly. maybe yeah. to keep an act up sounds like I'm like a completely different person but it just it basically just means that um, I'd be a, just like a, a yes sayer to, to everything and yeah. not really have my own say in in, in the relationship in, in how things are going etc and then at one point when you get confident enough to do that, it's going to be a shock for whoever's with you. Exactly. It's going to be a shock for yourself as well. Yeah, is. And, you know, might work, but it's probably not going to work. Because they never uh, noticed that you would be such a person. Yeah. yeah. And not necessarily that they've noticed that you're not confident in the feed of that, but you're just an entirely different person once you start being confident in the relationship. Yeah. yeah. And for me, I think... Well, I haven't had that many relationships and exactly not that long of a time. But um, I've noticed that the people that stuck around, they, well, I gradually just tore down my mask. Uh, yeah. It's a good example. And the ones that stuck around, they are still my friends. And the ones that didn't, well, they're, they're gone. And to be fair, there aren't many that stuck around to the extent that my entire mask has been dropped, mm. if you can say it that way. But I don't really think I, I care that much. I think I care more about the few good friends I have yeah. instead of having an entire group of friends. But I think that's a nice um, transition to the second subject is mm. how social media and the well, entire interconnectedness of, the, of people mm. affects confidence. Because when I see a photograph of someone who has a, a really big group of friends I do feel a bit well a bit of a loner again I guess yeah not living up to the social standards yeah, that yeah. have been set by social media for example and although I'm fairly confident with the group of friends I do have now that well it it takes me down emotionally I think mm. how do you think that social media affects confidence in general maybe your own personal confidence um in a lot of ways and mostly negative I guess yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the short answer exactly um, I think that if, if ever I go on, on, on Instagram or Facebook I think what, what gets me most is people making life seem like it's so easy exactly yeah. for me you know as, as someone who, who struggles with, with confidence and who, who beats himself up over it um, I don't want to say I have it. I have it that difficult, but 
it's it's something that you that you do struggle with with daily, um, and you know that gets kind of tough going through the weeks and the months and the years. It does, yeah. And there's there's a lot of people that are struggling with these issues, but then you see like a post of someone being like, you know, oh, I just went on on holiday to fucking I don't know where, like Vietnam, Aruba, whatever. And they just keep posting pictures of it, and it's like, you know, you've got such an amazing life being there. You look so happy there. And that's what you see, that's what I feel, even though that may not entirely be the case, even though maybe that person even feels miserable while they're there. That could very well be the case, but... um, Well, sadness doesn't sell, especially not on social media. Yeah, no, no. Well, it does sell, but only if it's like a successful recovery story. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it has to have a happy ending. Yeah. But that's what I think most people do, because have you ever posted something uh, personally that um, expresses your maybe even depressive feeling? Depressing feeling? I've tried to, and I felt really bad about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I tried to, because I, I had like, um, I'm, I'm, I make drawings. And I beautiful post ones. Them. I interrupt. Thank you very much. Yeah. But um, I, uh, I I post those on Instagram every once in a while. Um, and at one point, I I felt really bad about myself and my capabilities. So I, in a like an impulsive mood, I deleted everything uh, and posted nothing for a whole while. And then I wrote a post about. Um, I was cleaning up my room and I found a whole load of like old drawings and I had this moment of like, hey, you know, I actually made some pretty cool shit. Yeah, took a picture of it and I put it up and, and I wrote like a little message saying like, hey, you know, I was not in a good place. I deleted everything uh, and, and I, I was in a very inspirational mood. So I wrote something like, you know, um, sometimes you just have to stay, take a step back. Um, look at all the work you've done and realize that you're doing better than you thought you were but at the same time it was sort of like you know admitting failure admitting that I was doubting myself and it wasn't going well and it just it didn't it didn't feel well to write that no I understand well you're being very um, um, I don't know the word uh, vulnerable at that point yeah, time, right? yeah. Is that post still live, by the way? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, it, well, it, it's cool. like it's the the so basically the first post, like the oldest post on yeah, my exactly. current account. And did people message you in the meantime while you deleted those, uh, well, everything you you made on your Instagram? No, no yeah. one did. No one did. Well, no that, one did. That's, that's crazy, right? Because you get. You get a pat on the shoulder when you post something that's really cool and people yeah, find yeah, yeah. inspiring, maybe yeah. even. But once you're... Uh, well, that's the thing about social media, I think. Not really about confidence, but mm. once you're once you're on the up and up, people tend to follow. Yeah, yeah. But when you don't feel that good, people will tend to search their happiness in other people. That's really crazy. Really bad for confidence, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was a really cool move of you to, to write that post and acknowledge the fact that you did some really impressive work earlier in your life and you're doing it as well now. Yeah, yeah. But didn't it have kind of a mixed emotion though? Did oh, it you, did, definitely. It did, yeah. 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 
Yeah, it was on the one hand, I was I was happy to feel at that time just a little bit of confidence, mm. and yeah, it was a very double feeling because I I felt like you know I had a little bit of conf confidence in the sense that um, I've made these these drawings over the years and it wasn't as bad as I as I thought it was, um, but at the same time I still didn't feel like I was at a point where I wanted to be. I still didn't feel good enough. So it was it was it was both both being unconfident and confident at the same time, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And where does that feeling of not being good enough come from for you personally? Because that's mm. a thing I think most people deal with. They're not feeling good enough, but to whose standards? Yeah, I think for me it's it's just standards that I make for myself that are pretty unattainable. Yeah, exactly. Um, mostly because I have too many goals mm -hmm. that I, I want to be like super fit, like very strong looking, but then also I want to make these amazing drawings. I want to study Russian and work on my, my, my German and French. Um, I want to learn to play the piano and all these things and it just like you, you can get really, really good, I think, at two or three things in your life, climbing as well. Um, yeah, exactly, yeah. I, I think you can pick like two or three things that you can get really, really good at. And I'm picking like eight or nine things right now, and it's just too much. Which basically means... So it's never not... enough. Exactly, yeah. 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 But why are you picking eight or nine things? Um, because that's the person I want to be, I guess. And if you're not doing those eight or nine things, you probably feel as if you're not doing enough, right? Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, why exactly. most most days feel like wasted days if I don't do all of those things. I have the exact same feeling sometimes. It's so terrible. You get so fed up with yourself when you when you not achieve the goals you've set for yourself, but no one ever, ever holds you to those goals. Like yeah. you said. Yeah. Personally that is. Yeah. It's really troublesome because sometimes, well, I know I've done it with you, you've done it with mm -hmm. me, but if you didn't really achieve the goals you've set for today, but someone else walks in and say, well, well you've, you've done all those things already. Mm -hmm. It's great. You've, you've, you've had a great day to my standards. And it just bounces off. Exactly. Exactly. It, just it doesn't enter your head. It just bounces off and you're like, no, like you can say that, but you have no idea what I did today, how little I did today. Yeah, exactly. That's really the trouble because most of the time we make sure our confidence depends on the opinion of others but when they give some positive feedback it doesn't really get any traction within our heads i think and the bad thing is like i i have these days where i actually do nothing at all yeah it's because you can't even get started you've got all these things in your head it's like i want to do this and that and then it's just so much easier to just put on a video and just watch that and, and then click on the next one and then onto the next one. Or you're on Instagram talking about social media. You just yeah. read this post and then onto the next one and then you just waste an entire day like that. But the crazy thing is sometimes when I have those days, mm. well, some days I feel really, really bad about myself, but yeah. some days it just feels feels good to take a day off. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it really, yeah. but it only feels, it only for me, it only feels good if I've worked myself to the bone like one <laughs> or two days before yeah. and then I physically can't do shit 
or mentally I just feel I, I feel exhausted and then I've, I've worked on like you know getting to all my deadlines for that day and then I'm, I'm like a little bit like deadline free or at least I can permit myself to take a day off and then it's that's super enjoyable yes that yeah. is super enjoyable yeah yeah I feel the same way but it's the biggest risk we both take right because mm. it is a risk whether we're whether we're feeling good or not about ourselves at the end of the day because we yeah. deliberately make a schedule for that day mm. and if we do not complete it or not complete anything at all um, we hate ourselves even more yeah so in the end, we, while other people don't even give input about our schedules or something, we make ourselves feel bad about ourselves and, and really deteriorate. And it really deteriorates our confidence. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really the thing. But how could we overcome that? That's a great question. Yeah. I've tried too many things already. Yeah, to me do too. That. I've read some books written by monks, Korean monks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And meditation guides. Yoga guides, self-help books. I, mm. there's, there, there are a lot of people who think they figured life out. Mm. But the thing is, when I pick up such such a book, it, it really triggers something in me that I don't want to read it anymore. Because I yeah. see the guy or uh, gal at the, at the cover of the book, I think, well, you're basically like 30 or 40. How the mm. heck have you figured out life? That's really crazy to me because some people... Well, they claim they figured out life. They know what happiness is. They know mm. how to be confident. And especially those channels on YouTube and Instagram where people give dating advice. Yeah. They skyrocketed yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I've, I've watched some of those videos um, because I thought, well, maybe it helps. But after a while, you notice that the advice they give is really, really basic and things you you really did already know. Yeah. And I think what whatever airs on on social media and on YouTube and whatever is it's never really the the truth or the right thing. Exactly. It's mostly things that people either want to hear very badly or yeah. don't want to hear at all, and it just causes a shock, and then everyone jumps on board the the hate train or whatever. Yeah, because um, that's something that I've been doing as as a um, health education and, and promotion student. I'm very interested in how um, influencers talk about health behavior. So I follow a couple of people who talk about um, anxiety issues and eating disorders and whatever. But are those influencers uh, focused on exactly those topics, or are they yes. like models and they focus? On no, that no, they're actually they're actually like seriously. It's usually it's people who've been through something like that. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then they they give advice over it, and it's. Many of these posts are just things that people really want to hear. Like, for example, if, if you've got anxiety disorders, you, you get all these like, you know, you're all right, you're perfect just the way you are, etc. But that's not that's not true. And it's a very scary balance to talk about. Um, I think that's that's another maybe that's a whole different topic for another podcast. But responsibility, I think, is a very, very big one. Um, and. I think a lot of people don't know anymore what responsibility means. Um, but just to get back to the the, the, the topic, yeah. um, so you get these people saying that you're perfect just the way you are. That's not true. No. If you've got an anxiety disorder, something is you know technically 
wrong with you. It uh, is a mental compared, disorder, right? Yeah, compared yeah. to like you know how a normal human being should function, that's not how 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 you're functioning right now. So exactly. you know there's there's something wrong there, and in in mental health and physical health, it's your own responsibility to to take care of yourself. It's your own responsibility, and when you say that, people are super super quick to interpret it as you know if I'm not all right, then that means it's my fault. And that's yeah, not at sure. all the case. No. That's like you wouldn't... If, if, you're a, if you're a heart surgeon, right, and you're doing a cardiac surgery, you are always responsible for whatever happens, right? But if um, a complication happens, something that you, you didn't foresee, and the operation goes wrong, or you fail and the patient, uh, God forbid, dies then that's not your fault, but it, it will always be your responsibility. And that's how it, how it is with, with mental and physical health. It's your responsibility. But if it doesn't go the way you want it to go, or if you're not healing as quickly as you want it to heal, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's your fault. Exactly. But I think those posts all also invoke a thought that uh, once they say, for example, anxiety, mm. that it's um, that you're not doing something wrong or that it's fine that you have mm. it and that you're not doing something bad. Um, the trouble is, I think, that those people tend to not seek help in that position. Yeah, yeah. And, well, to be fair, there is nothing, well, there is not to be a value connected to having anxiety. It's not bad or good or anything. Yeah. It is It is a disorder and it's, well, as you said, it's not your, your own fault. Yeah. It depends on several factors, but the thing is that you need to address it in some way because it, it's not only your own responsibility, it may affect others, but mostly yourself, obviously. Mm. And I think you need to help yourself uh, grow in a way that the ex that you control your own anxiety. And those kind of influencers really do not help that thought. Yeah, right? no. Yeah. And I guess that, that's how that relates to, to confidence, is that because people are saying, like, you're perfect just the way you are, you get this very fleeting sort of confidence, or, or at least peace with yourself. But being at complete peace with yourself doesn't, you know, it's not going to cause any sort of change. So you're just going to keep sticking with those those thoughts that you have, and you're going to you're going to stick with your uh, less than optimal mental health. And instead of taking that responsibility and then doing something with it, you're not doing anything at all, and that fleeting confidence is just going to disappear again. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? Because. Most of the time, social media, as we've said before, really disconnects from the real world. Yeah. Because yeah. if you if you see on social media, you're doing great, you're being perfect as it is while having anxiety and doing nothing about it. Once you go into the real world, you go out to get a coffee and um, you get to have some social interaction and you really, it really doesn't work out for you. Mm. I think it's, it's worse for even for your confidence in such a situation that you thought you were perfect as it was yeah, yeah, yeah. and you get put down because you're not up being optimal in social situations then when you were seeking help and you just noticed such uh well maybe not to call it a failure but uh, a letdown yeah, yeah as something that's part of the process of healing yeah yeah i think that's more healthy healthier even but well that's a that's a problem isn't it because once you created such a bubble for a person that has a mental disorder mm. it's all them they're being perfect and 
bridging spine as it is, it's really difficult, even more difficult for them to well, burst their own bubble and get down to business and make sure that they're being capable of interacting in the real world. Yeah. And that's also, um, I think the process of healing from a mental disorder or healing a mental disorder in general is also a process of boosting your own confidence. Yeah, definitely. And I think those influencers really, uh, really don't help a lot. Yeah, and I think the difficult thing is that they always try and, um, don't know what the word for it is, demask. It's a very literal translation. Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're like, they're always criticizing other people that are trying to help as well. And it's sort of yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm the best helper. Exactly. Like yeah. a little competition going, that's not good, not good either. No, I don't think so either. But is what what is your personal um, experience with with confidence and social media? Yeah, well, to be fair, it, it, it mostly isn't good mm. to begin with. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, well, I have to admit I have been addicted to social media sometimes because yeah. you keep keep on scrolling. It yeah. Really is, it really plays on the intricacies of your own brain mm. and how it works to give every other seconds a new impulse that triggers your brain and keeps you hooked. And that's a problem with me because I think I'm, well, fairly sensitive to those things. Mm -hmm. So once I start scrolling on social media, it also well, puts you on a certain algorithm. Yeah. And it keeps on getting worse and worse. Well, the people who post it, it keeps getting better. You see expensive cars, people who, seem happy on their vacations just as you said before maybe even people who um who've gotten a phd position that was something i wanted personally mm -hmm. and i saw some other people getting it on linkedin or instagram yeah and i thought well fuck that's that was that's what i wanted they seem really happy and obviously they deserve it but it other people's celebrations sometimes tend to bring me down because i do not live up to my own standards mm. And social media hasn't helped one bit with that. It even made it worse at some point, I think. And what I now try to do is, well, glad, I'm really glad Apple, and I think Android phones also have that uh, feature. They've put a time limit on social media apps. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, so I've put an hour a day, which sounds still like a lot, but it also in includes YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. I can use those apps for an hour a day. But the thing is, once you're, once, once, once you've reached that hour, it gets a lock on the screen, but you can manually unlock that. So okay, I'll just, right, right, right. How, how many times have you manually unlocked it? Well, a lot of, a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, and I, it, it's really weird that I know that it hurts me when I'm mm. looking at those posts, but it, it, I keep doing it. Yeah, I just keep doing it. Yeah, and I also tend to follow people who I look up to. And I see them achieving more and more. And, well, at some point in, well, maybe I, I think I had that thought a couple of weeks ago. I thought, what, I see those people meaning something to other people. Yeah. They inspire yeah. people. They do stuff that really matters in the world. And I think, what, what am I doing? Mm. I'm 24, year, 24 years old now. I 
Um, I do have a job, but I'm not working yet. I really didn't do anything that is meaningful. Mm. And social media, and that is really, I don't think that's a question people of my age who were 24, like 20 years ago, dealt with on a daily basis. I think they were just looking forward and knowing that they would get a job, start a family, um, retire at some point in their life mm. and just live their life the way they wanted to. And I'm getting really obstructed by the thought of being useful and meaning something. And I really base my own confidence on that too. And social media really, well, enforce that feeling of being useful. Yeah. You need yeah. to be used, you need to have some use in the world. You need to do stuff that matters. You need to go out and protest and the, or, uh, mm. this, this sort of thing. You need to join um, movements and to some extent, that's true. Obviously, you need to do some yeah. things that matter, but most of the time, it really depends on how you feel personally. I think social media really, really made sure that my confidence stayed on a certain low level for quite a while now. But the thing is, when I try, when I want to delete, for example, Instagram, because for me personally, Instagram is the worst of all. Yeah, It's really a terrible platform. It just invokes superficial thoughts and... For me personally, um, well, me feeling bad. Yeah. But if I want to delete it, I mostly think, well, I have some things on there, and people might find me because um, I do have a, you know, well, a business profile, just yeah. just like yours, yeah. and because I write poetry. But if I delete that, I have to delete the Instagram app, and I cannot access that account anymore. Mm. And that's a thing that I don't want to do. But on the other end, the really the app really harms me. So that's the trouble I have with it. Because have you ever tried to delete it? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, like, I, I didn't. No, no, I couldn't. Exactly. It's impossible. Exactly. Um, I tried to at the point where I um, I deleted all my drawings. And uh, I wanted to just get rid of the entire app. But then yeah. there was like something in me that's like, no. If you're going to do this, you're going to seclude yourself from every person yeah. on earth. Yeah, that's a thought. Yeah. And... Um, I think, you know, social media can be a great tool for, especially for introvert people, because um, for me, it's it's a way to sort of get in touch, stay in touch with people without having to actually see them. Yeah. Um, so in, in that regard, it's, it's a good thing. But, um, you know, if you stay on social media, then... then you're gonna lack the the actual contact with people, and that's gonna that's gonna do you in uh, in the long run. But um, yeah, I, I wanted to delete it, but I just I couldn't bring myself to it. No, me neither. Because I was like, that's I as as an introvert speaking, like I was like, how how the hell are people gonna find me? How the hell are people gonna see what I'm up to and stuff like that? And there was all, there, maybe there was also something like, maybe that's a very ugly thought, but it's like, you know, there's a lot of people that post so much shit, yeah. just absolute bollocks on social media. And I'm like, I, then me, someone who posts like, you know, drawings, and I, I try to always make my drawings from a, a philosophical idea or some sort of, you know, serious feeling. Um, then I would delete my account and those people that just post like, yeah, I'm just 
fucking eating something over here. Let's take a picture of it. Those people can enjoy it. And that felt that felt wrong to me, in some way. And it's it's sort of I think that's an ugly thought to have. But yeah, that's that's how I felt about it. Partially. Um, yeah, I do understand that feeling. Well, for me personally, that is uh, the same with the poems I write. Sometimes mm. they're well, they're pretty superficial, but sometimes I do spend some time getting some soft philosophical thought in there and then I see um, well not to take them down but you have a lot of poets that are really famous we've, we've said it before yeah. we made a, made a photograph of a cup with three lines <laughs> on it and where what was it again where fire meets water love burns. meets no where, where fire meets water burns passion yeah exactly what the heck does that mean it I doesn't think, it means it means nothing exactly at all. and such posts get millions of likes people buy their books they get reprinted and reprinted. They're on their second, sixth print already. And I think, why Why are people more drawn to those kind of poems instead of well, reading mine? I still have the same followers uh, for amount I think I had half a year ago. I do not post on there a lot, but how, how does that work? It's, there's the same question of why Why is Lil Pump a multi-millionaire or exactly, a billionaire? Yeah. I don't know, whatever he is. And why does, you know, Men I Trust, like, which is... In my opinion, um, and I think in most people's opinion who know things about music, is just, you know, objectively better music. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it has something to do with just how, how algorithms work. And yeah, the fact that anything that is, that is, I guess, shocking in some way um, will always do better. I see the same yeah. thing with uh, with with drawings. Um, I've seen some amazing, like brilliant artists struggle to get likes. There is one, uh, um, uh, I think, Chinese artist that I follow who posts a lot of sketches. Gets like you know two hundred, two hundred thirty likes per post, and you get these people that draw bloody just furry porn thousands of likes on it and it's like you know if it was drawn properly props to them yeah. but it's often just drawn <laughs> so so badly and that's just that's just how it works it's because they post every single day and and they comment under everything that they see and they're just so present and the algorithm picks that up and it's like people yeah. see that and they stay on the post because they think what the fuck am i looking at and that that works if you draw something knows, that's yeah. so bloody ugly that people just, you know, stop and look at it and talk about it, that's what, what, what gets shown to people. I think so too. Well, that's the most valuable currency for social media in yeah. general time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the most valuable currency in life in general. And that kills confidence. It does. To it see really people does. who produce absolute trash exactly. get so much attention for it. Exactly. Yeah. But I also think that people might really tend to enjoy things that are brainless more because sometimes it just well a poem that it's really um it's just one thought you yeah. read it yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. yeah you understand it it's done and you get like a small little dopamine release if you get it and, and it's exactly. like you know inspirational exactly makes you feel good yeah. yeah and i think that's 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 a feeling that i've, I've had um for a couple of months now that society is getting so complex 
Yeah. Just like, you know, social interaction, everything. Um, that I think what you're saying is true, that people want this entertainment that they don't have to think about. I think, I think honestly, that's why memes have become such a thing. Because I think when, when, when did like, when did memes start? I think it, it started with these like, um, what do you call them? These like comics, rage comics. Exactly. I think that was it the did. start. I yep. think, how old were we when that started? We were in high school, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's like 15, 16, maybe. I think so. About 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And before that, you didn't have that. No, not at all. Before that, every, every like comedy that you could get was like, you know, like a show that someone prepared or it was a series that one you know that that took a lot of effort to make and now these memes are so effortless and you get just like you can just go snorting about like this two second video of a dog just making a very strange wolf sound or something yeah. and that's like that's hilarious because we don't have to think about it and i think that because society is getting so complex we just really look for that sort of entertainment to just release us from overthinking everything exactly because it, it really costs more energy to think and once you're when you're scrolling through all those posts and they're not really thought-provoking in any way uh, memes for example you just keep on scrolling scrolling mm. until your well your thumb starts starts hurting yeah i don't yeah. know and if you get um well maybe if you get a post for from any other people who or some person who is expressing their feelings it, it well it gets you to a more personal level and it really costs you energy to understand yeah, yeah maybe yeah. you'll feel that the same emotion that people is portraying the person is portraying so yeah because there's for us there is times where we are confident uh, there is yeah that's true and for me one of those times is for example when uh when i'm climbing when i'm climbing i'm just um I'm very confident about myself and my ability. I'm, I'm realistically confident. Like it's not that I think like well, I can climb these like really really hard routes, but. Um, well, you're a good climber. I feel, yeah, but I, f I feel good when I'm climbing. Yeah. It's like I don't have to, I don't have to think. I'm not overthinking, and I think that's where for me most of the the um, lack of confidence comes from, is when I'm, for example, with people that I don't really know. Um, I just I think too much. And I start doubting myself, like, you know, are these things that I'm going to say to these people, are they the right things to say? And exactly. Oh, that's so terrible. Oh. It is, it is. And especially now, I'm going to criticize PC culture for this. But I, I like to think of myself as, um, I guess, a left, leftish kind of guy. I, I don't like the terms left or right because nowadays it's just like... It's an argument to not have to listen to what someone says. You know, if, if you say like I'm left and someone's like I'm right, then you just you're your enemies immediately. Um, but I'd say I'm someone who's you know I'm I'm in favor of of equality um, across the board. Um, but having said that, I I probably have some prejudices, and I I like humor about stereotypes. Um, in the sense that you know if it's not uh, um, how do you say that um, if it's not dismissive or if it's not like you know uh, insulting I think that humour can be very funny like for example the reddit like hashtag uh, no it's slash on reddit slash white people things you know there's some really yeah, funny stuff really on funny. that I can yeah, laugh at that um, yeah. 
but you have to be so careful with with all those things like you know saying something about saying something about women or saying something about you know people with a certain color of skin it's it's so easy for that to be taken the wrong way by people that you talk to nowadays especially young people yeah i think so too and i think that's what makes what makes it harder to be confident in in social interactions it is especially for people like us right because well obviously those um when a person takes it personally it does mm. have a history so they're not taking it personally because they want to or something like that yeah it's yeah. just but but well both of us really try to not hurt other people yeah, yeah. so we tend to think a lot about the things we're going to say whether it might hurt or mm. hurt or um, dismiss somebody in a way that we really don't intend to. And that makes it more difficult for introverts to operate in the world right now. Yeah. Especially yeah. amongst well, peers, I think. Yeah. People of our yeah. age, yeah. That's really difficult. And especially once you've said something uh, that you think can be interpreted the wrong way, feel really bad about it well yeah, for example i do and well that's that really makes it more difficult to interact with people on a social scale and well i don't know if the the whole corona crisis and the partial lockdown enforces that feeling in a way i think it does maybe because you're building up the feeling of being on your own mm. not really having those so social interactions you were used to and uh, well, really creates a more intricate world where, where you need to be mindful of a lot plethora of things. Mm. It's really, really difficult, yeah. And I'm going to go out and say it, I don't like it. No, me neither. I really don't like it. Like, it's not not, not that I want to make, like, very bad jokes about, about black people or something, you know, but it's just, it's so tiring to to be so scared of saying the wrong thing or you know saying something and just being so scared that it's taken the wrong way yeah yeah it is it is because sometimes well i have a friend who um who tends to get a lot of attention because he has uh, gained some weight over the past couple mm -hmm. of years and most of the time well people make fat jokes a lot right yeah yeah and sometimes they may be funny or they they're they're not funny but sometimes when i'm um playing a video game with him he uh, i tend to be really mindful of making those jokes yeah so when we see in the video game a person who has a considerable amount of weight on, mm. on his body or her body and i wanted to make such a joke i i keep it to myself but i think well why did i even think of that and it just becomes a little bit quiet. And he and knows already, that I wanted to make that joke. You're already so, oh. like judging yourself. Exactly. Making yourself feel like a bad person yeah, before yeah. you've even said it. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't really help. And most of the time he even makes that joke himself. Yeah. But we can't really fill in the how people would feel about those jokes. And I do understand that. But it does get more difficult in ways that you get... Well, you, you, during life and during school time, well, middle school, high school, you get taught a few ways how to interact in 
social situations and how jokes are funny because yeah so you, you talk to people a certain way and you've learned that that's the right way and we both have our own ways of talking to people but especially in the more well the world we live in nowadays it gets more difficult to be ourselves it's what we what we talked about yeah, earlier yeah, yeah. and that's really really um, troublesome sometimes yeah but I think uh, we might wrap it up around here. Don't yeah, you? I think that's a good idea. We've been talking for a long time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it was really interesting for me. Yeah. I think it worked out yeah. worked out great. Yeah. Some really cool things came up. But I think for the next episode we're going to record, well, it might be about responsibility. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Yeah, I think so too. I, um... <laughs> I was already going to start talking about it. I won't. I won't. <laughs> I think that's it for today, right? Yeah, I think we'll keep it at this. First episode, a little bit of a tryout. Exactly. We yeah. may change the format or the depth or whatever. Um, yeah, we might. Yeah. But we're just going to see what what fits for us. Being confident. Exactly. You know, we're going to do what we like, not what anyone else wants us to do. There we go. Exactly. Yeah. And the funny thing is that Dan isn't going to know where I upload this, so. You're never go. You're well, yeah. Will has invaded my home. Put <laughs> yeah, yeah. Under I my did. Nose I did. Be like, you just fucking talk in this <laughs> thing. We're gonna talk about insecurity, and yeah. uh, I'm gonna upload it to the whole wide world, and you're never gonna find it. Exactly. So I'm really. Well, I'm it really might get excited. some traction, right? And then you're going to find out eventually. People tend then, to listen. Yeah, to this. Yeah, but that yeah. isn't the goal. That's not. No, no, no. That's that's, that's, that's why. That's why you. We're not going to tell me. That's why you're probably not going to look at whatever reactions we get to this because uh, we're we're doing this for us, basically. Yeah, we are. Um, and I guess I think we're going to do perhaps a couple of episodes on what kind of things that we've tried to to be uh, to be more confident, to to feel better about ourselves, to to get our self worth up. Um, but yeah. I think the listeners would, well, they can't expect us to only provide them with the things that worked. I think we also might, well, might mention the things that didn't work. I think we're just going to talk about the things that we've tried. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah in general. Because yeah. we have tried a lot of things, but a lot of things didn't work. A couple of things did work. Um, to a certain extent. To because, a certain yeah. extent. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. we're not perfect, but yeah. Many more episodes to come. Exactly. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks for coming, Dan. 